What's going on, America? This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by my friends at Black Rifle Coffee. Look, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Drink America's coffee. Stop being a sissy about it. Stop giving your money to these communist coffee organizations that spit in your face and hate everything that you stand for. Go drink America's coffee and support my friends at blackriflecoffee.com today. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right, what's going on, America? Welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. I, I I'm tired today. I feel that. I feel that. I am. I'm I'm tired. I uh I uh, was contractually obligated through marriage to take uh, Alyssa and the kids to Dollywood. Ooh, how's uh, that? You know. <laughs> It's uh roller coasters aren't really my thing. I mean, I don't I don't mind them. I'll go. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people that you know, like just I don't like the crowds know, that come along do with the it. roller coasters over and over and over and over and over again. I'll get it, sick if I do that. Well, right. Yeah, you know, but but also it's kind of like one of those things it's like once you do it, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, well I'm not very easily impressed. I, I and, and mm. me and Alyssa have talked about this. I'm not a very easily impressed individual and you know people would be like oh you gotta see this thing and then i'll go see it i'm like eh, yeah you know yeah it was good i mean yeah it was cool you know i can but it takes that, a lot to wow you that's all i got and 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 roller coasters are definitely roller coasters like one and done's for me like okay you know i can I'll, see that yeah i'll try that okay i did the three flips okay i don't need to do it again and so uh, yeah, yeah, and then it, it's never really a vacation with the kids. And then mm -hmm. Anna Grace, first night, uh, we go to this diner, get back to the cabin. Mel's it, diner? Yeah, Mel's there, diner. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll never go back because we, we, <laughs> we eat at Mel's diner. And, right, Mel's. Um, yeah, get back to the cabin. Anna Grace is like, I don't feel good. Oh, no. And we were like, okay. And then just like exorcist vomiting all through the night and we're thinking oh my gosh you know please i'm sitting there i feel so bad as her dad because Alyssa was the one that was with her when she was throwing up and so i gotta keep the boys away and so the whole time i'm praying like lord let it be food poisoning don't let it be a stomach bug <laughs> Please, oh you know, yeah, let it be. there's no way to get away. Yeah, man. And so we were all like bracing for impact in a cabin up in uh, uh, Pigeon Forge or whatever, thinking, "Oh no, we're all." Anyway, turned out it was food poisoning, and so she was fine the next day. I mean, just I've never had that experience at Mel's. What? Uh, well, 
something happened. <laughs> you know, and so maybe it wasn't Mel's. I guess, you know, I looked it up. I said, you know, most of the time food poison is pretty quick. Uh, but yeah. it said sometimes it can be like eight to twelve hours. So again, I guess could have been something Dollywood. Maybe she could have ate something beforehand or whatever. But either way, so we had that, and then we got home, and you know, all our kids are involved in all this stuff. Um, uh, yeah. So it's just been. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to go to Montana. I, I, you know, I would love to, but at this point, I'm so tired. I don't even want to do that. Like, I'm just tired. <laughs> like, I'm just tired. I want to take a nap, uh, but I can't because life goes on. Even as we film the show right now, we have another film crew here mm -hmm. to film me for other things that I've got going on. And it's just constant. Before you got here, I uh, went to the gym at 530 this morning. I did classes before you got here because I'm enrolled back in uh, school to finish a degree, uh, like I told you guys about. It's just busy. Things are just it's busy. A lot going on. Uh, Gunner had a baseball game till nine o'clock last night. He's got another one tonight. You know, I mean, it's just yeah, it's 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 busy. I I always, and I know everyone says this, so it almost seems ridiculous to say it. I always heard people say that you know, the older you get, the faster the time goes by, and it's true because you just mm -hmm. do so much stuff all the time you know, people have told me it's like zach they're like the chill times that you're getting right now as a single dude yeah it's just working it's like you're gonna look back on one do day the days, and you're gonna miss those <laughs> i'm curious do, do days seem like they drag for you no sometimes no, well because well i've got a lot of stuff not as much as you but i've got a lot of stuff going on and like my days go by fast. Like it, to me, it feels like there's not enough time in the day to get stuff, to get oh, everything yeah. done. No, I have zero. I have to get every, to, to adequately give the amount of time to everything I have to do every day that there's not, an, like, that, not enough time in the world. Um, like just yesterday, just yesterday, my whole morning was ended up being wasted because it, we couldn't figure it out. Um, you know, we're trying to handle some stuff for the business thing about doing some refinance stuff. And it was just a whole morning of just, you know, just stupid mm -hmm. stuff that ended up me walking away being like, nope, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so like a whole day wasted on that one thing. Anyway, I, I hate that stuff. Um, Either way, we got some things to talk about today. Just a few. House of Dragons is apparently enraged uh, people across the world from their season finale. They're all heated um, up. We've got um, Fauci, uh, COVID, and Facebook potentially facing trial. We've got uh, a weird message from Hillary Clinton uh, yesterday that, that must be talked about. And then we've got a message that we will keep anonymous, not a question. Well, I guess it is a question. Um, but, but we're going to talk about this too, uh, from a person that emailed us. So I know that's a little out of sync how we normally do things, but anyway, I, I, I thought that it might be, uh, I thought that it might be worth it. Um, either way, but before we do all this, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, with the consumer price index increasing yet again, the stock market has been in absolute turmoil. What's our illustrious leader doing to quell the surge of inflation that's destroying American families, you ask? 
Oh yeah, he's spending more money. Listen, don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. All you have to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898. Birch Gold will send you a 20-page free information kit on how you can diversify your savings, your 401k, or your IRAs into precious metals. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text Graham to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands, I repeat, thousands of satisfied customers. All you have to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now. All right, so House of Dragons finale, season finale, was a, was Sunday. Have you watched it? Have you wa- watched it at all? Why are you asking? I don't know. It's sometimes the newer stuff you watch. And I so, haven't seen any. Have you seen The Rings of Power? You have, haven't you? No, I haven't because I heard it's trash. Oh, okay. All right. I've uh, been watching uh, Breaking I'm Bad. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. I've said this. I love Lord of the from Rings. From the beginning. And, and it's gotten immense backlash, but I'm sorry. I just, I don't like Lord of the Rings. Uh, I never really got into it. And I was, I was like at the height of the Lord of the Rings time, right? Like, you know, and just... It's never really I feel my like thing. Lord of the Rings is a big homeschool kid thing. Maybe it's like Harry Potter. I missed the whole Harry Potter trend too. Like because when the first Harry Potter movie came out, I was in the eighth grade and they were children. You know what I mean? And so it was like a kid show. And so I missed the whole like Harry mm. Potter craze, Twilight. Thank I missed that too because oh, yeah. I was an adult by that point uh, and I had a life. Unfortunately, my <laughs> sisters fell into that. Of course they did. Uh, anyway, I've missed all of those like super cult following like phenomenon that just show up, right? Like out of the blue, I've missed all of them. Either way, uh, but Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, I got into. So, all right. So in the House of Dragons finale, there is this scene where war is fixing to get started and you've got Rhaenyra, who's the queen. Supposed to be the queen, but then she got usurped and somebody else uh, uh, took her throne away or whatever. So she is talking to Damon, her husband or whatever. Uh, Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, sorry. Um, You spoiled it for me. Anyway, well, there's this part in the show where they start arguing. Um, And uh, Damon in the the show. And again, I want to remind people, this is a TV show. But you know what I mean? Like Wait, it's a, not real life? And it's a TV show about people that control dragons. Okay, let's just, I mean, and, and I really, I'm not trying to downplay people's like thought processes here, but it's a show about mythical dragons. But let's remember that we're watching fiction. Yeah, and even if it wasn't about mythical dragons, it's a TV show about, you know, I. I think this is based like, you know, I don't know. That's like what, like, medieval times? No, yeah. it's We're like 7,000 years ago, like when when mystics and all this other kind of stuff mm. still existed. Either way, fictional characters in a fictional world. Um, but moving on, uh, let's see. The, the scene is 
Uh, they are arguing, and it gets to a point where Damon pretty much grabs her throat because he's tired of listening to what she's saying, right? All right. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, le- le- anyway, people have started tweeting about this. Fans of Damon are outraged, seeing this behavior as a departure from his character. Damon's character is a backstabbing, uh, <laughs> debaucherous human being he literally cut the head off of somebody two episodes ago sounds like someone who would choke his wife yeah and so who is also his niece by the way so it's incestuous at that like you know back in the olden times i'm gonna stick to breaking bad no back in the olden times i I know i mean they wanted to keep the bloodlines Mm -hmm. pure that was like a normal thing and so, you know, everybody's like, oh, my gosh. That's, like, that's historically accurate. It is very historically accurate, which is why they had a lot of stillbirths and a lot of... Uh, crazy people. Yeah, a lot of crazy people and all that stuff because they didn't know that you ain't supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but either way, uh, that is a historically accurate part of the fictional show. But either way, uh, let's see. This is a tweet. Uh, the whole appeal of Damon as a character is that he is a complete... Uh, C-U-N-T of a man who does abhorrent things to other people, but never to the people he deeply loves whom he would kill and die for. His fervent love for his family is the one redeemable quality which makes him a compelling character. So when you take away that trait and make him an abusive wife beater and deadbeat dad, what are we left with? (laughs) Another fan complained that domestic battery is not on the list of the character's Many crimes. Uh, so basically, people are upset because this is, I guess, somehow promoting uh, domestic abuse. It's a TV show. Even even if it is promoting domestic abuse, which was rampant back in those days, oh, because yeah. women were, I mean, that they had very few purposes. What do you yeah. want? I mean, what do you want? It's again. I, I bring this back to the full, f- I mean, it's like a real thing. Like, people are really upset about this. Uh, it's a fictional show <laughs> about stuff. Anyway, and, and so so this is the world we live in. People, people have nothing better to do than to uh, complain about how they think that House of Dragons is now emboldening male abusers uh, in their homes because Damon Targaryen choked Rhaenyra for 30 seconds to make her stop arguing with him, I guess. And either way, I expected nothing less, but I digress. Okay. Anyway, um, if you want to know my thoughts on the season finale, I thought it was good. Left you hanging just like I called it would. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you watch, have you seen the original Game of Thrones? No. <sighs> We've talked about this on the show before. Okay. All right. Well, then it means nothing. I'm not even going to, (laughs) I'm not even going to talk about it. Okay. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, let's see here. So it turns out that everything that all of us said when we closed down the schools three years ago is starting to come to pass. The Washington Times is now reporting 
that the national report card saw the U.S. reading and math scores are down after the pandemic. In fact, lowest scores in over 30 years. In fact, when it comes to standardized testing, this generation is quickly becoming the dumbest generation we have had in a long mm-hmm. time in regards to standardized testing. And I understand that there are, in fact, some people that have issues with taking tests. I get it. But I also love Daniel Tosh's famous quote where he said, some people will tell you, oh, I'm a bad test taker. You mean you're stupid. (laughs) You know, oh, you mean that part where we find out what you know? (laughs) All of a sudden, you just, poof, it's gone. Uh, I I don't know, man. Like, oh, it caused me anxiety during during the test, and that's why I didn't do well. Well, welcome to real life, bucko. I mean, that's that's the way that it is. Um, I think that the U.S. government, I think that every school district, I think that every state, every mayor, every governor that allowed this to happen— I think every one of them should be removed. I think they all should face charges for what they've done to our children. I've said this from the very beginning, that the people that are going to be most affected by this is going to be the younger generation. We have middle schoolers that have never written a paper before, literally never written a paper before. And even my son, like I realized that like this year, it's like, oh my gosh, um, and we have like the hybrid homeschool model. Um, you know, there you got kids. First of all, cursive's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You ask kids to sign their names and they print their name, which is not a signature. You are literally printing your yeah. name. That's a dead art. Not at our school. We teach, you know, cursive at our school. But either way, um, I remember very vividly in like sixth grade, I mean, I had reports do <laughs> you know what i mean and like three four five page reports do all the time all the time i had to do those things all the time i had to write a paper uh i had to get up in front of the class i had to talk about it i had to do the stupid little boards and go up there and do all that stuff i mean this is a part of life people and you've got people in middle school now i know that for some of us middle school was a long time ago i get it But middle school prepares you for high school. Guess what you got to do in high school? You got to do 10 to 15 page papers in high school because then that prepares you for college. Guess what you got to do in college? 15 page minimum papers in college. And then by the time you get up to, if you do go all the way to PhD level, you're writing two, 300 pagers. I mean, for dissertations and all this other kind of stuff which I did not know that until just the other day. And I'm like, dang, you, I've didn't, written, you didn't realize that that's how like long they had to be. And I'm like, I've Wait. written, I've written like three or four dissertations now with all the books Ooh, and everything. You should go get like an honorary PhD from I'm somewhere. Like, I'm like, can I just submit the book? Like, here's my thoughts on this, <laughs> you know, do it. Uh, that would be, man, that would be awesome. If I got just the, I'll call you Dr. Graham. If I got, if I, if I got my hands back on like the PDF of the, <laughs> Of the book when I wrote it and just just submit that just let's go ahead and let's go ahead and just preemptively do this uh you know four years before I even qualify to be in a dissertation either way um I think that 
our kids are going. But but then in the same vein, they have an article that shows that kids that play video games and have regular screen time have more critical thinking and analytical skills than children who don't. And so it's an interesting time that we find ourselves in. And the debate between screen time versus not screen time, I know that my in-laws are avid anti-screen time people. I mean, if they could remove all the TV, well, not so much my father-in-law, but my mother-in-law especially. If she could remove all the TVs, all the all the music, all the cell phones, all the video games, all the everything, she would. I mean, I think she'd go back to, you know, the 1800s if she could. And um, I don't know. I'll open this one up for debate. Um, in the, the age that we find ourselves now, unfettered access, absolutely not for your kids. But I'll just go ahead and be honest. Uh, email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. Let me know what you think. I think lack, I think no screen time, you're setting your kids up to be losers and failures in the world today. Because, yeah, that's the way everything's going. Everything is digital. Everything is online. Everything is technologically savvy and advanced. Um, I just, I, I don't, I, you can't, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you can't operate that way. It'd be like, well, you know, we're not going to do this whole computer thing. If you want to write a paper, you're just going to have to write it. What? Uh. <laughs> like, what? No, that's not a thing. Well, people need to learn how to spell and do grammatical stuff. Okay, well, the computers now help you do all that. You know, mm -hmm. you, you don't misspell words in papers anymore, you know? And even if you do, it finds it and it tells yeah. you. If you have a grammar issue... It shows you. It shows you. You, you can just put Grammarly on your computer and it will, like, I know. change like, stuff it'll, Like, literally, you don't even have to write papers anymore. You can just talk into your phone, your thoughts, and it will just transcribe all of it for you and put it into a PDF format, and then you put it in Grammarly, bam, you got to paper. You know what I mean? Like, the mm, world... I should have done that in college. The world is different. Well, you couldn't because they didn't yeah. have all that technology back then, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, the world is different now. Uh, the world is less about and Gary V talks about this and I, I think I think this is relevant and if, even from a Christian perspective right. I think this is relevant the world is less about memorization mm -hmm. now because we now have the ability to where we need to hone our skills on referencing more than we need yeah. memorization we need to instead of memorizing it and bringing it from our memory at any point we need to learn how to reference where the answer is and immediately be able to get there as quickly and effectively yeah. as possible. The military started doing this um, um, at uh, education courses. As you moved up um, in the ranks, you had to, you know, attend schools and all this stuff. And, and it moved from lack of, it moved from uh, less memorization and more cognitive recall of, okay, that's in this area. Go to this area, find it, bam, there it is. You know, there's the answer, right? That's the world that we live in today. Um, basic writing, basic math. Again, I, I'm, I, I am, man. I'm just a firm believer in basic math. I don't get algebra. 
I, and, and, and to be clear, I was in AP Calculus. I mean, I took all the advanced math classes, hated every second of it. Are you using any of them? No. That's my point. That's why I'm so yeah. anti against as, it. As long as you can do math for your finances yeah. and like you know how to like figure Add, out interest for a mortgage. multiply, divide. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I am, man. I am a firm believer that, that, that there just comes a point where you're just trying to get money out of the taxpayers to keep the kids in school longer because they're, what is the point? If you're going, even college and everybody knows how I feel about college. If you want to be a pastor, why are you going to a university to get your bachelor's to move into divinity school? Right? Because you can't even go into divinity school. Unless you got a bachelor's. And then, but the thing is, with that four year degree, you're never going to use it because you're going to be using what you get in divinity school. And the first two years, all you're doing is taking more advanced classes of English, algebra, science, all this other stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that you're doing. Alyssa, my wife, clinical social worker, the highest level social worker you can get. You can't go any higher. I mean, literally, you can't. I mean, unless you want to become a doctorate and teach social work, I guess. But as far as practicing social work goes, can't go no higher. She don't... Biology? What, 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 chemi Wait, she, she chemistry? Just, like what? She doesn't use chemistry with her That's with what her I'm job. saying. Geometry? Like, what are we talking about here? You know, like, yeah. like this is the stuff that I'm talking about. Yes. I am very anti all of these things. I think it's ridiculous. I, I, I really do. Finance, that is important, okay? And finance is addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Bam, that's finance. You're basic. Yeah, like I don't use anything outside of what I learned in elementary school pretty much. And even then, they got this thing called QuickBooks now. So it actually <laughs> is even more important for you to learn how to use QuickBooks <laughs> than it is anything else. And, and, and the world is different now. It's different. And so, so oh, go ahead. So, so would you say it's, it's less about no screen time and more about just teaching your kids how to control their screen time, mm -hmm. learning how to be like a, maybe accountable or just like, they're the ones to control, not the screens to control of them. A absolutely. You know, my kids like, like if Gunner's out all night playing a baseball game and he wants to come home and play his switch for a little bit when he winds down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? And most of the time the boy's playing baseball on his video game. And, and so I don't know. I, I, I've always been the, the generation is just so different now. Like my kids know how to do things that I don't even know how to do. And I'm a pretty tech savvy dude. And I just, I think that people are so just, ugh, I, I, I don't get it. And, and it all goes back to, you know, lowest test scores that we've had for a while. Well, no, duh, because you're testing kids on things that I think is garbage anyway, uh, outside of basic things, right? Basic biology, basic human anatomy. Uh, uh, you know, I think once you get to a, 10th grade reading level, 10th grade English composition understanding. How much further along do you actually really get? I've only, I've written two books at this point. I, I've never taken a single English class well, in is, college, like not one. one. And you know, what, what, uh, 
<laughs> and when you write the books, though, they've got people with the English degrees. They're going to look over it for you and just double check and make sure everything's good. Correct. Correct. Exactly. Most of the people that are the editors, they're not intellectual people in creative world to where they can write their own book. They are super educated in grammar to be able to go in. That's, that's my point. We spend so much time putting all of our kids through all these things to try to well-round them in crap they don't even care about, man. You want to be a finance person? Then go learn a bunch of numbers. And then even in finance, you're only going to use about 20% of the stuff you learn. English, same thing. You know how much stuff I learned from college? How much stuff that I use from college? Very little. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, I, I just... The more and more I learn, the more and more I realize that after about the ninth grade, there's not a whole lot more advancing as far as education, as far as what I can see. Like, I can see how it gets more difficult because I do remember high school, but I think about what I actually use today in my adult life that is the real world. Most of it was was eighth grade stuff, man. We had computer discovery, learn how to type. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Which, yeah, I which now class. kids don't even have to learn how to type. They just know because it's a part of life. You don't yeah. have you don't have to have a school for a kid to learn how to type anymore. You know what I mean? Um, basic math, algebra. When's the last time you foiled something? And for those of you who don't know what foil is, you obviously weren't in algebra. And so, but 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 seriously, when's the last time? First, outer, inner, last, right? Foil. You, you, you. I don't remember foil. Oh my god! I took algebra though. You see here, but you see my but point. See, yeah, I, 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 that's what I mean. It's 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 stupid. All right, moving on. <laughs> I could go, I, man. I could go forever on anything. You just get me on any, any topic, any topic at all. We'll talk about this stuff. All right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Moving on. So Fox News is reporting. This is actually potentially a really interesting thing here. Um, the state AG says Fauci Zuckerberg colluded to kill COVID lab leak theory. All right. So mm. people are starting to, attorney generals are starting to say a federal... Stupid pop-ups. A federal judge says Fauci will answer under oath for his role in censorship enterprise with big tech. So now we know for fact that Fauci, uh, Saki, all these people sent emails to Mark Zuckerberg and all this other kind of stuff about reducing everything COVID, vaccine e efficiency, all this other kind of stuff where COVID came from, everything. Uh, we're finally starting to see, I guess, the, uh, the, the circle of protection of these people um, to go away and to disappear, which, which I think is warranted. Um, we need answers on what is going on. We need answers on what is happening. 
We need answers on, on how this is going to be. Even just the other day, I posted literally, and I want you guys to think about this for five seconds. One. I two. posted <laughs> I posted a an a news clip from Tucker Carlson. An actual clip from the news. Okay. And I it got fact checked by look, look, one, two, three, four Ooh, fact checks. Is that a record? That's that's pretty that's pretty that and the the fact check was saying that it's missing context. I got two missing context and two partly false. Um, it says fact check. CDC can advise childhood vaccine schedules, but vaccine mandates for school attendance are decided at state level. Okay, what what we said. What I said was CDC could add COVID vaccine requirements for children to, to the, to, uh, you said could, 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 could not- add, could add CDC, CDC could add COVID vaccine requirement for children to immunization. List. See, they don't understand their grammar. No, 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 I'm messing no they know exactly oh, I know. what I said. And, and all I did was post a new, a, a mm-hmm. news clip of Tucker Carlson reporting the same, but bam. They hit it on there to try to make us look like liars of what we can and we cannot talk about. Um, I think these people need to answer for everything that they've done. Yep. Um, Elon Musk is now under fire, and there are rumors that the White House and the Biden administration are trying to figure out a way to go after Elon Musk because Elon Musk has said he's supposed to close his Twitter deal next week. This is a big deal. Listen to this. Listen to this. He has said he's firing 75% of the Twitter employees. Oh, wow. Okay, 75%. That's 7,500 people from what I've heard. Okay? Why is the White House and all these people freaking out? They say that content moderation will be crippled if he does this. What that means in layman's terms is whatever people say is going to go because nobody's going to be there to hit the reduce button anymore on this platform. And he's going to take it private and it scares the living you-know-what out of these people that there's going to be at least one outlet on there to where everybody can say something and it not be suppressed it not be taken down it not be account locked out we actually have free speech we actually have free speech and it scares these people so much that they don't know what to do panic mode full panic mode investigate they want to investigate elon musk to figure out how he got the money to buy it like like they, they, they want to destroy him and go after him you think they'll raid Just, his house with the fbi oh that'll be next right there and, and so these people are so afraid of free anything that they simply don't know what to do. And that brings me to this next video clip of Hillary Clinton that just came, came out of nowhere um, talking about the election. Not talking about the election in, what is it, 15 days? No, 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 no. She's talking about 2024. Listen to what Hillary Clinton has to say in this video. Hello, Indivisibles. 
I'm here to highlight something that <laughs> is keeping me up at night. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures, many of them Republican controlled. But there's also good news in the face of this very real threat to democracy. Indivisible has launched Crush the Coup to make sure we're ready to defend democracy in 2024. They've put together a list of critical races in six key states and how you can get involved. Will you support? All right, that's pretty much it. So the chick is already talking about that Republicans are extreme right Republicans are trying to steal the election in 2024. Um by stating that the Supreme Court that's controlled by extreme right Republicans, which is not true, could pass legislation that would allow a state to basically decide whether or not they think the election was was right or not, which I don't 100% disagree with. Um, also, she talks about this, but the left is the ones that want to get rid of the Electoral College, which wouldn't protect all of the 25, 26 states, the majority of states that the Electoral College actually protect. What they want to do is they want to rig the elections for themselves. They know there's more people in certain areas, right? And so that's why they want what they call the quote-unquote popular vote to be the deciding factor. Um, when you have multiple states, the Electoral College is the only way to make sure that every state has a voice and every state has a, has a, has a purpose to vote in the first mm -hmm. place. Because if it's a popular vote, then no red state even need to vote. Because more people live in, in, in New York City alone, there's more populations than like five states. Yeah. You know, and, and so uh, that is the reason for the Electoral College. That's the reason that if um, 80 million people or whatever it is they said voted for Joe Biden, don't decide just because there's 80 million of them what the other, uh, quick math, 240 million people have to do, right? See what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the whole point of the Electoral College to attempt to keep it as fair as possible. And then I don't see why states don't have the authority to um, 
certify their own election results anyway to the point where they could go, nope, something happened here. Uh, no, we got to redo this whole thing again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we should have that. That should be a thing. There will be something that happens between now and <laughs> within the, literally within the next two years. Literally within the next two years, there will be some gigantic, gigantic things that happen. And, and I, I know I said we we're going to talk about a question, but we're probably going to move that to next episode because we kind of gone long here. Call this a warning. Call this a whatever you want it to be called. Something is going to happen uh, within the next two years. It's going to radically transform this country in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, I believe that there will be some gigantic thing that happens, whether it be war, whether it be another virus outbreak, uh, something to try to get people from showing up or being showing up in person to vote or being more preoccupied with other things that seem more important at the time. Uh, we literally have candidates governor right now that are refusing to show up for debates like and people are still going to vote for this person like i mean that, that that shows a weak leader right there like like that should be an automatic disqualification to run for governor mm -hmm. you refuse to show up to the debate disqualified <laughs> like you know but but 40 something percent of the population is going to vote for that Democrat that didn't show up for Carrie Lake's debate in the governor's race in Arizona. This is where we live now. This is the world these days. There is going to be something that happened that's going to radically transform something. And, and I hope it's not war. I hope it's not a more deadly uh, version of a virus. I, I, I have no idea. Um, I hope it's not uh, economic collapse of... <laughs> monumental proportions. Um, but look around everything around you. Like gas is, uh, like $3 and nine cents here, not diesel diesel still like five bucks, yeah. but everybody's like, Oh, the gas is going down. Yeah. Because Biden, now we have 10% of our strategic oil reserves left 10. That doesn't bother anyone. That's pretty sweet. Like, like nobody, Nobody's bothered by that at all. Uh, Biden tried to pass this student loan forgiveness thing, and now a federal court has blocked it. Nope. Ain't happening. We got to review this stuff. No way. We got to make sure that you even had the constitutional authority to be able to do this in the first place. I think Biden knows he didn't have it, but it's trying to buy votes before the midterms. Something's going to happen. It's going to change everything. We have to remain vigilant, and we have to pay attention to these things that are going on because they're already setting the narratives. And it is truly, for the first time in a long time, it is us versus them. It is, whether you like it or not, it is the MAGA Republicans, whether you think you fall in that category or not, and the Christian nationalist, whether you think you fall in that category or not, against the left. It's what it is. It's a us versus them. I don't like it. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is simply the truth. And we must pay attention to the truth and what is happening and what is going on.
That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to do us a favor. Share this with five of your friends. Tell them to subscribe. If you haven't, hit the subscribe button, download all episodes, leave us a review, leave us a comment. It helps us in the ratings. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all again next time.